Welcome to Comeback. I am your host Connor and this is episode 197. My guest today is Jessica Robson. Jessica is the founder of Run Talks Run and is from the UK. So today we're going to dissect Run Talks Run, running, fitness and more. Jessica, welcome to Comeback. How are you today? Really good, thank you. Yeah, I'm feeling good. Excellent. I'm glad that you came on today and I'm very grateful that you did at the time as well because 8am I believe is where you are. It is, yeah. Um, yeah, it's good to have a chat about Run Talk Run before the working day starts. <laughs> yeah, for real, that's, that's a good attitude. And so with that, before we dive into Run Talks Run, do you mind telling me a bit about your background and how you started running? Yeah, of course. So um, I wasn't really much of a runner at school or in my teenage years. Um, in fact, I did everything I could to avoid physical activity. I was so shy that I just, yeah, hated being in the limelight or participating in, in that sort of thing. Um, so I started running at the age of 19, um, which was very much driven by a negative relationship with uh, food and body image, um, but very quickly became quite a self-esteem builder. Okay, I see. And what was the first point, the first point where you decided oh, okay, I fancy a run today. If you'd previously avoided physical activity, what was the, I'm trying to think, what was the, the turning point? What kick-started the running? Mm. The first one. Um, <laughs> so I have to give you a little bit of context, I think, to explain why I, I started it. Um, so I actually spent um, the majority of my teenage years um, sort of struggling with an eating disorder, bulimia. And it was only when I moved to Oxford um, and started engaging in student life um, that I realised really quickly that actually cleaning up my food was not helping me um, go out on nights out. You know, I was very quickly known as the lightweight and I, I knew that I wanted to, to recover from bulimia. Um, I knew that I didn't want to engage in purging my food anymore. Um, but it was a very bulimic mindset that said, OK, if we're not going to be getting rid of our food in this unhealthy way, um, how are we going to stay slim? So I have to say it was from a very negative mindset that I wanted to start running. I think I had the influence of my mum, who, who'd been running most of my life. Um, so perhaps she planted that seed that it was a good way to stay healthy. Um, but yeah, I think it was largely driven by a desire to stay skinny, um, which is quite sad when I reflect on it now. Um, <laughs> but it's, yeah, my attitude towards that's changed now. Right, I see. And do you think running in the early years developed your confidence once you'd realised that you could go there? Uh, yeah, no, I, I do feel that um, running has been the biggest um builder of my self-esteem over the last 10 years or so since I've been doing it um I think it was the first time that I'd ever engaged in something that was a really healthy coping mechanism um and it definitely built my confidence to know that okay I I can do a hard thing like running sucks you know running hurts a lot of the time and I think it was the the first time that I'd sort of proven to myself that I could set myself a hard task and, and do it anyway. 
Exactly. And with that, if you don't mind me asking, based on what we've covered, uh, often a part of this podcast is based on coming back from challenges, hence the name Come Back. Uh, when mm. you were going through that period of bulimia, how did you ultimately manage to overcome that stage, if I may ask? Um, so I do credit running for for a lot of my recovery from bulimia. And it's I say that um, carefully because I don't want to encourage anyone with an eating disorder to suddenly just throw themselves into physical activity. It's not necessarily the answer. Um, I'd say for me, like I sort of referring back to that running and building my self-esteem was the biggest um, contributing factor to overcoming bulimia. I had no sort of self-respect, I would say, when I was engaging in that behavior. You know, when you're being that cruel to your body, bringing up every single meal, you sort of just lose any respect that you have for the way your body works. And I think that running gave me back that respect for you know what it could do if I looked after it if that makes any sense at all so that really helped me overcome the bulimia because I wanted to look after myself to be able to run better um it also helped me I guess overcome sort of social anxiety in a big way as well so I kind of spent my teenage years with a lot of sort of self-loathing and self-hatred that was very much wrapped up with that eating disorder um and it was like as soon as I started running I don't know it's like I, I had something positive to to say about myself um I had something that I could talk about at parties where I really struggled to talk at parties before um and yeah I, I do credit running for a lot of my recovery yeah I see and how did your running develop? You began then when you were roughly 19, I think you mentioned. In the subsequent years, how did your running develop? Um, it's been an up and down relationship. You know, it's not actually been, it wasn't very consistent, especially in my sort of early 20s. So from about 19 to 25, I sort of just used running as and when I felt my mental health start to slip. And I wasn't very good at being consistent at all um I kind of I'm, I'm a sensitive girl right so my mental health has, has dipped a lot throughout the last 10 years and it's kind of been a case of when it has dipped I thought oh my word I need to get back to that running thing that makes me feel good um Alexis, um but it's definitely been a tool that I return to when I feel like I need it most. Okay, and so with that journey then, Jessica, what do you think are the main benefits of running to you, both from a physical and mental perspective? Um. So I'd say that my... Um, attitude towards running has changed so much especially in the last four or five years and I'd say the biggest sort of mental benefit that I get now is a sense of connection and predominantly connection to other people I'd say that the biggest thing running has done for me is um, bring people into my life who you know they they want to run and talk and hear about my good days and my bad days and that to me has been invaluable 
um, just to be connected to people in that way. Um, it's helped me overcome social anxiety in that sense too. Um, in terms of physically, I'd say um, sort of referencing uh, my experiences, it helps me to just respect my body and um, feed it well and encourages me to sleep better. It's not just the running that improves the, my sort of physical health, I guess. It's, it's all of the things that I want to do for my body because of the running if that makes any sense at all. <laughs> I agree. The running's the catalyst that brings other development measures into place, like, for example, diet or socialising or any of those aspects. Is that what you meant? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it makes me want to sleep better and eat better. And I guess it, yeah, um, it, it brings a lot of other good things into my world that are good for my mental health. It's not even necessarily the running in, in itself. Yeah, it's, of course. it's what it brings. Yeah, no, I'm the same actually with the podcast in a weird way. Like I found that I needed a hobby and I needed a hub to base all my other hobbies and interests off, off, if that makes sense. And so I think what you're saying is important that to find something that you enjoy and that benefits you, it can be an outlet to bring in a lot of other areas if that makes sense mm, 100% it encourages me to to go out and socialize you know <laughs> I'm quite an introvert by nature and would very easily spend days or weeks without necessarily seeing friends but running is that that thing <laughs> that encourages me to get out and connect to other people which is really good for me <laughs> despite being an introvert I do need that and um yeah, it, it certainly encourages me to do it. Yeah, of course. And with that, let's move on to Run Talks Run. What is Run Talks Run all about? So Run Talks Run is something that I started about four years ago. Um, I started it on the back of another sort of long period of depression. Uh, what happened in that year of 2017 was I was getting therapy um, but found that actually I, it was a lot easier for me to talk about the hard, heavy stuff when I was out running with my mum instead of sitting in a therapist's office. Um, and it confused me, you know, it's like as soon as I started running all this, um, you know, dark stuff sort of tumbled out of my mouth. Um, and I thought, oh my word, I need to open up this space for other people um I need to you know create a space where we are running and talking about the hard stuff because I can't be the only one who finds it easier to talk in this setting um so that is that forms the premise of run talk run essentially we are mental health support groups that meet on a weekly basis to have a five kilometer gentle jog to talk to talk about um you know, whether it's light or heavy, uh, anything that's going on in our day, anything that's going on in our mind, just in a non-judgmental space. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's peer support at its finest, in my opinion. Absolutely, yeah. You enjoy the aspect of bringing people together in a community to, A, do some physical activity, B, a hobby in running, and C, also talk about issues. It incorporates, incorporates sorry, three really valuable tools all in one it really does um yeah i 100 believe it does and 
I do think that people don't often allow themselves the, the space to, I guess, reflect on their mental health or talk about their mental health. But when you combine it with running, it's almost like, ah, I have an excuse to, to indulge myself in talking about my feelings. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I wish people would allow more time for it, but running has proven to be um, definitely a good way to facilitate that. Yeah, and do you find that being open and talking benefits you? Oh, definitely. Um, the more I talk about what's going on for me internally, like the the less big it feels. Um, I can quite easily get into my own head about things and um, I'm someone whose brain will naturally sort of ruminate on past events or things that hurt me or um, even in an anxiety sense like worrying about things that haven't even happened um, and it's only when I sort of say all these things out loud that I either realize that I'm being silly <laughs> silly in thinking these things or just that I'm normal in thinking these things um, so yeah no 100% helps me if I if I talk about these things out loud Okay. And what would a typical day of run, talks, run look like for you? For me, um, what, as, as a founder or for someone attending a run, talk, run? Uh, I'd say as a founder. Um, so I, I still work full time. Um, I work full time in, in the mental health space as well. So um, I'll give you an example of my day to day. That's probably um, a good way to, to demonstrate what I do. So I up uh, for the gym um, early morning. Um, I find that my strength training definitely keeps me uninjured with running. Um, and then I spoke to a leader before speaking to you. <laughs> um so a lot of my day is centered around um just liaising with our run talk run and walk talk walk leaders um hopping on a podcast before the working day begins is actually quite a normal way for my day to start so um yeah this is very reflective of a usual day just to help um share our message um, and what we're doing and then nine to five i i work in sort of workplace mental health so i support hr in supporting their employees that's kind of my job um and then tonight i am going to be covering um a local run talk run leader who is um injured at the moment she sprained her ankle so i'm going to be covering her run talk run and again that's quite normal for me to be running around london leading um other people's run talk runs as and when um so yeah that, that's kind of like a typical day for me um it just so happens that it it is today uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's rather apt. And with that, how many? I'm trying to think how to phrase this. Actually, how often would you race, or would you enter a 10k, 5k marathon? How often would you enter marathons? Is what I'm basically trying to say. <laughs> um. You know, I've run a few marathons. but I've run five marathons. Um. All before COVID began. Um. I. I don't know. I'd say I probably have a marathon a year. Um, I, I was meant to be running Manchester um, in October, but have withdrawn from that um, 
just because I actually did have COVID myself and my chest isn't ready to train for a marathon. But I'd say I probably, yeah, would book a marathon a year just to keep me ticking over. Okay, and with that, how challenging has COVID been for you? Obviously, I can imagine a few of your races were cancelled. What challenges have COVID posed for you? Uh, I mean, last year, it definitely had an impact on my mental health, like with the first lockdown. Um, I was living with my parents, which I found actually really challenging. Um, and I'd say this year, it has impacted me in a physical sense more than anything. So I actually was ill with COVID back in June. Um, and it, it hit me quite hard. I didn't go, I wasn't hospitalized or anything, um, but I was in bed for two weeks and I found the recovery from it super hard. Um, I still feel it in my chest when I run. So um, yeah, it's had, it's had quite an impact actually. Uh, more than I expected. I think I was maybe a bit complacent. Yeah, I see. And how did you manage then getting back into the running, even though you had, you know, like a sore chest, etc.? Was it tricky in readjusting then once you'd gone through that COVID period? Uh, yeah, I, it has been hard. I think for me, if as long as I can run a gentle 5K, I'm happy because that means that I can do my run talk runs as normal. So in a way, like I was reassured because I could still do a gentle 5k. I mean, when I say gentle, I'm talking like 10, 11 minute miling, like really chilled, um, jogging, if you will. Um, but yeah, I'd say it has had a bit of a, a knock to my confidence to not be able to run as hard as I used to or as far. Um, I think, yeah, what's helped me manage it is, is just still going to my run talk runs and trying to make peace with the fact that that is enough and that it's enough to just go out and run a gentle 5k and I don't have to be training hard for something all of the time. So, yeah. <laughs> no, I like that mantra because it can be very easy in a lot of fields, but also running to get carried away and think, oh, I should do this by this point or this and really put on that self-pressure. But it's nice sometimes to go, okay, well, if I can do this, say a gentle 5K, then at least I'm still in the zone, in the mode, and it doesn't have to be that pressurized. Oh, 100%, yeah. I think it's made me realize what I run for. Um, I think when you can't run hard or train hard, it makes you realize all the other reasons why you do run. It's not necessarily to just build up to a race or to break a PB or anything. Sometimes it is just to, like I said before, about connecting with other people yeah. and creating space in my day to talk. Yeah, and with that, what are the reasons that you run? What are your main factors for doing so? Uh, I'd say all my friends are runners <laughs> so for me actually my main reason to run is is to see my friends um and to connect with them and to catch up actually um like even even with my my boyfriend actually he's a runner and so it's my way of connecting with him at the end of the day as well my main reason to run is is to be around other people i'm not so much a solo runner so 
yeah, I'd say my main reason to run is, yeah, is, is that, is, is to share the experience with someone else. Excellent. And what advice would you give to beginner runners? Is to stop being so hard on yourself. <laughs> so, you know, like I also said earlier, like running sucks, you know, running is really hard, especially when you start out. So I think my main piece of advice is to, would be to stop being so hard on yourself and to lower your expectations of what you can do. Um, it's, it's totally fine if you have to walk a bit. It's totally fine if you do feel out of breath and like it, it's hard work. It's meant to feel like hard work um, and that's normal. Absolutely. And where would you like to go in the future with Run Talks Run? What are your aims going forward? Um, so for me, like the main driving factor with Run Talk Run is to keep increasing that accessibility to mental health support um, and peer support. So my main goal with Run Talk Run is to just have more groups and more locations um, and not just the big cities, you know, I'm talking about like the small villages and towns where it's harder to get mental health support, where it's more taboo, I guess. Um, so yeah that's that's the main goal with one to one is just keep growing keep supporting more people um yeah that's what drives me excellent and um, where can we find out more about what you do online or on social media uh so the best account to follow would be the run talk run page itself which is just simply that run talk run is the handle um, and our website is runtalkrun.com, uh, where you can see a map of, of where we're already running. Excellent. Any final thoughts, Jessica, before we wrap this up? Uh, no, just a big thank you for, for inviting me on for a chat. And if anyone's interested in starting their own Run Talk Run, then don't be afraid to reach out. Um, we're always looking for new leaders. Excellent. Thanks very much, Jessica, and take care.